This is old Lois, and I want to finish up on that story that I was telling you last time. You know, I told you about, and I ain't going to go through the whole story, but I told you about uh, old Brenda Puckett. You know, she writes for the paper, and she wanted to do some interviews with me about growing up down here and and Wildwood and, and uh, you know, jobs that I had done and 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 how I had to live and and uh, you know what the school was like and then the last interview she asked me you know what we done for for the fun of it and I told her about uh, the you know the uh, shooting marbles and uh, and uh, pitching horseshoes and making bows and arrows and and making them slingshots and and shooting that popcorn, and, you know, I told her about wasting that popcorn, shooting it off of the the ceiling and, and making them, you know, pinging sounds, um, like uh, ricochet sounds like you hear in these Western movies, and and I told her, told her about all of us getting a whooping for doing that and how we had to start using gravel, you know, if we were going to, make them ricochet sounds because uh, they didn't want us wasting popcorn, you know. And I told her about all of that, and she published them uh, them interviews in the paper done one a week. And she didn't say who it was. She just said it was a long-time resident who was going to tell about what it was like growing up down here and 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 uh, some of the history and 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 how the you know the community had changed but one mistake that i made when i done them interviews and i, I said something and i wished i hadn't said it cause uh uh i said that uh i didn't think the kids nowadays had the imagination that we had, and and I wished I hadn't said that because, well, first of all, I believe some of them, even though she didn't mention me by name, I think they guessed who it was because, you know, I had talked to them and told them different stories, and they never did say nothing to me about it except that every now and then I'd run into one of them and they'd say they had been trying to develop their imagination or they was trying to work on their imagination and I could tell by that that they knowed who I you know who had said that and so I told them I said you know I didn't mean to say that I just uh I just uh you know was talking when I ought to have been thinking about what I was saying and uh so they, uh, you know, they didn't. They didn't say nothing. They just uh, said that was all right. And uh, so, I was talking to some of them up there one day. Uh, old uh, Jimmy Vanderstig and that old girl up there. They call her Gertie. I don't know what her name is. And uh, old uh, uh, Sharon. Uh, she's one of the girls up there. One of the. Uh, she was a, a cheerleader up there. 
And I was talking to them, and I said, well, don't look like y'all going to get to uh, take a senior trip next year because every time y'all get a little bit of money, you spend it. And I said, I don't guess you're going to get no trip. And, uh, oh, Jimmy Vanderstig, he said, well, he said, you never can tell. He said, you know, if we can just use our imaginations. And so I didn't pay him no attention, you know, and I went on. And I tell you about, it was about two weeks later. You know, I told you that I used to I always go to that uh, option up there whenever I can, up there at that stock bar. And sometimes I find stuff to buy up there. You know, they've usually got some some cattle up there and, and uh Sometimes they've got stuff up there, you know, where uh, somebody has uh, couldn't pay his taxes, you know, and they're selling his stuff, and then sometimes somebody be foreclosing on a mortgage, and he'll have stuff up there to sell cheap. And so I try to go whenever I can. It always uh, happens on Thursday. And so last Thursday... I started up there. I was going to see if I could find something. And and uh, so I got down the road about five miles, and I got into the awfulest traffic jam that I've ever been in. And uh, I would have turned around and gone on back home, except that by the time I thought of it, there was all of these cars in behind me, and I couldn't go no way, not not backwards and not forwards. And so I couldn't do nothing but just sit there. Well, finally the traffic started moving, you know, real slow. And so I, I the only thing I could do was move with it. And about, oh, I, was, I spent about an hour in that traffic. And I finally got up there to the bridge and I figured out what was going on. See, them kids had set up a toll booth up there at the the head of that bridge. And the only way you could get across the bridge was to pay the toll. And uh, they told me, they said, it's going to cost you a dollar to get across this bridge. Well, there wasn't no sheriff or no police up there. And the reason there wasn't is because the police couldn't get there because of the traffic, they couldn't go nowhere. So them kids had that bridge blocked, and I didn't have no choice. I'd give them a dollar, and they let me on the cross. And uh, so I went on up to the stock barn, and, and they they had a little old calf up there, about, uh, oh, about two months old, I reckon, and I bought that heifer calf, and they had some hay up there that uh, they were selling cheap, and they had some old fence rails that, that, uh, you know, I can always use some fence rails. And so I bought, they were selling them cheap, and I bought some fence rails and a couple of rolls of, of bob wire. And I, I loaded it on the truck and started on back home, and I had gone about five miles, and I run back into that traffic again. It's the same as it was. And, of course, I had to get home. You know, there wasn't nothing I could do, and that was the only road. 
So the, finally the traffic started moving, and I, I was in that traffic about another hour, and I got up to that bridge, and you know them kids had moved that toll booth across on this side of the bridge, and they charged me another dollar to get across the bridge. And uh, so I didn't have no choice but to pay it. And, uh, you know, them kids, I don't know how much money they made, but they had enough money to take their senior trip next year, and they give the rest of it to the school, and uh, they said they was giving it to the classes coming up so that they could have senior trips too. And they reckoned, you know, Jimmy Vanderstig told me that he reckoned it would uh, it would uh, last three more years, that there'd be enough money there for the next three classes to take senior trips. And and the people in the town, you know, raised sand about with them kids, and they wanted them, you know, they wanted the money back, but uh, the the sheriff said he didn't know what he could do because some of them people that, you know, that paid to get across the bridge didn't even live in that community, didn't even live there was from out of state even. And he didn't know what he could do about it. And uh, he said, now, he could uh, go up there and, and uh, he could, uh, you know, arrest some of the kids that he knowed some of them because some of them had been identified. Well, they didn't want him to do that, you know. And he said, well, what do you want me to do? And so he went up there and talked to different ones of them that he knowed, you know, he knowed about old Jimmy Vanderstig, because Jimmy Vanderstig's in everything that goes on down here. And, uh, and of course, the sheriff knowed him because he'd been in jail up there one time. And uh, he talked to him and old Lester Clark and two or three different ones of them, and he said, the boys, I'm not going to do nothing to you this time. But he said, if you ever try something like that again, that you're going to be in jail. And so... Uh, uh, Jimmy said that you know he told him they wouldn't do it no more. He said they just was trying to raise some money, and he said that was the way they come up with. So anyway, they got to keep the money, and they're going to take their senior trip. And and I'm going to tell you one thing: I ain't going to say kids ain't got no imagination. I ain't going to say that no more because. They proved me wrong, so that's the story. And uh, and I, I, all the only thing I want to tell you is just be careful about what you say, cause you never know when it's gonna come back on you. <laughs>